everyone. Right. Welcome to the Weekly Rant. And today I have a professional podcaster with me. He is a famous podcaster for Dog Milk, and it's available on Spotify and Anchor. Please welcome Mr. Landon Duffy. Thank you. Thank you. I could not have hoped for a better introduction. Oh, man, this is going to be real fun because this is my first guest ever on the Weekly Rant. I am so honored to be here as your first guest. The inaugural episode. Are we going to uh, are we going to break a bottle of champagne uh, on this soundboard in celebration Dude, to christen that, it? That would be amazing. But uh, unfortunately, the place we live at, we're not allowed to have uh, champagne. So, uh, <laughs> You're you know, right. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only reason. Anyway, uh, so today's rant, I just want to talk about like camp, like we both done it and like, what are your thoughts of it? Like, what's it like working at a camp? Well, I hate kids, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, camp is, dude, camp is so amazing. And I think that when it comes to working at camp, uh, just like with anything else, like first experiences make a big difference. And I, I've known so many people who have had like a bad first summer or just a bad first experience with, with uh, working at camp and then never went back to it and just like totally missed out because, um, yeah, sometimes you have a bad experience, but overall, I mean, like it is a very much a life enriching and a life changing um, adventure. I could not agree with you more because, you know, uh, after being a camper for three years in 2010, 11 and 12, it was kind of nice to just come back and like be a worker there. And, uh, you know, even though the first time I was a camper was 10 years ago, I'm still kind of a uh, hip and, uh, with the kids these days. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a life-changing experience because it's a job that you can be crazy at. You can be uh, just uh, not your normal self, and then you can uh, leave the summer uh, more filled than uh, normal. Yeah, that idea of being kind of getting to be someone else for the summer I think is very, very powerful. Um, you know, we have... We all, most camps, you know, have camp names for their staff. And so you go to this place where you're literally like surrounded by people that you don't know and you're in a completely different environment. You're living there for the whole summer. Your schedule is entirely different and you're just integrated into this. And then on top of that, you have to change your name. <laughs> and so there really is like this dynamic where you have your camp name and my camp name is uh, Nocturtle. And I really do see Nocturtle and Landon as two different people in a way. And I, um, you know, I think that there is a really great opportunity there to, um, to start fresh and to, uh, just have an adventure, you know, not, um, not being held back by anything else that is happening outside of, uh, that camp environment. Exactly, man. Dude, uh, I gotta ask. What is a nocturtle? <laughs> well, you see, a nocturtle is um, is actually a flying nocturnal snapping turtle. And um, they live in the Amazon rainforest. And I actually went on an expedition there uh, when I was 17. 
and uh, I discovered them, and so I got to name them. At, at least that's that's what I tell campers. In reality, it's something uh, just really silly that I came up with uh, while sleeping out uh, with a, a bunch of crazy dudes uh, during our training week back in 2015, and um, it. You know, it just stuck. They started calling me it, and uh, they had a bunch of other camp names being thrown around for me, but sometimes it's, like, the one thing that you least expect that is, like, the thing that just totally sticks. Yeah, yeah that kind of happened with me with my camp name. Uh, my camp name is Drumline, um, and it comes from a very not-great movie uh, called Drumline. Uh <laughs> It stars Nick Cannon, which, if you don't know, he is the host of America's Got Talent for a few seasons. Uh, he worked in Nickelodeon, so, you know, he's not the, the like, best actor, but you know what? He uh, He's definitely an interesting uh, character. And, uh, yeah, I said a quote from the movie, one band, one sound, and it kind of stuck. Um, and, yeah, it was kind of a fun little thing. Um and I feel like what you said, like, I definitely feel like Jackson and uh, Drumline are two different characters. Uh, definitely, I can wear shorts more uh, being Drumline than um, other things. I'm still wearing clothes in my other, uh, like, ego, but it's just better that I could, like, be more comfortable, like, with Drumline. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, part of the part of the charm is that, you know, we do work at a nudist camp. And so the fact that we don't have to wear any clothes really also is very freeing as well. Nudist camp. Well, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Part. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. No, 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 that's no, no. not true. I don't want to misinform our listeners. No, no, no. It's a, scare them off on the very first episode. Yeah, it's a it's a decent camp. I'm not decent. It's an amazing camp up here in Scotts Valley. Um you don't know where scotts valley is that's okay not many people know where it is just say you're close to santa cruz and that usually gets their brain going yep and if they don't know where santa cruz is you can just make something up yeah uh yeah just say it's like you you shoot the 17 and then you uh you magically end up in this town um and if you don't know what the 17 is well that's a good thing you're probably not from california yeah if you don't know what Highway 101, Highway 5 is, uh, you definitely aren't from California. <laughs> Dude, again, okay, so this whole, like, thing is supposed to be about one subject, but that just got me thinking. Dude, there's so many highways that are random in California. Like, wouldn't you agree with me? Yeah, you know, highways in California, like, I feel like Californians have a very unique relationship with highways. Um, you know, even, like, the fact that we say, like, oh, get on the five, you know, and, like, get on the one. Like, n I don't think anybody else, like, in our country, like, says that. I think that's just a California thing to say, like, oh, you know, to, 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 to like, speak about them in, in such a way. Yeah, I feel like if you're in Alaska, they'll be like, okay, get on the uh, only freeway there, even though I'm not sure if there's multiple freeways. Probably. There's multiple freeways. Yeah. Something I didn't know about highways until recently is that um, the the odd number highways, they go north to south. And then the even number highways go east to west. Dude, I just realized that too. And it's kind of interesting because uh, I just thought, oh, they just thought of like, 
let's do these numbers and that number. But then I'm like, huh, it makes more sense now. There is there is uh, there is some order in this chaotic world we live in. Oh, yeah, definitely. And in uh, future episodes, I'm definitely going to talk about chaos going on. Uh, not just like the weird chaos we hear in the news, but like just the normal, like low key chaos that happens. The chaos that the government is trying to cover up by throwing all these other distracting uh, stories at us. Right, Jackson? Oh, absolutely. There's so many distracting stories. And I'm even going to do a whole TV show episode just to talk about the random TV shows that have come up and they're like, what in the world is going on? There are some TV shows that I think back to and I'm like, was that even real? Did that did that even ever actually happen or did I just imagine that? Yeah, and there's certain shows that are making reboots that aren't great, but they are like a interesting little uh, pre uh, or like post uh, type show. Like one example is Fuller House. Full House ended about, I don't know, over 20 years ago. And they have this Fuller House, which is essentially the same thing, but from the daughter's perspective. And they just ended their fifth season because it is not as good as the original Full House. Does that show really have five seasons already? Dude, the fifth season got released on June 2nd. Wow. Yeah, I have a theory. I have a theory that most television shows peak in their fourth season. You know, I gotta say, Mythbusters, it lasted 14 years. And after the season four, their myths starting to become like really good. And, like, CSI, another good show that, like, peaked season four. I think you're on to something. It's just a magic number. Yeah. You know, my fourth summer at camp was actually my best summer. Yeah. I can't say that about mine because uh, we're in quarantine. This would be your fourth summer that we were about to have. Is that right? Yes, this would have been my fourth summer. It's okay. This doesn't count. You can scratch this one and you can count next year. Yeah, we'll run it back next year. Shut it down. Start over. Yeah, we're going to we're going to just why don't we just start over? Like you know how Elon Musk wants to go on Mars? Why don't we just do that? Terraform Mars. Well, you know, one aspect of uh of camp that doesn't get talked about very much but that I think is incredibly unique is actually uh, camp kitchens. And I have a uh, a a love-hate relationship with camp kitchens, um, just like every single person who's worked in camp kitchens. <laughs> oh, yes. Tell me more about the uh, camp kitchen situation because I never worked in the kitchen. I've only been, like, maintenance or videography, so that's one aspect of the camp I can't really talk about. So enlighten us, please. Yeah, so, you know, one phrase that you could use to describe uh, working in uh, the camp and conference center food service department is uh, controlled chaos um it is it is just like order and chaos and like you know working in food service in general and i have worked in restaurants and um and in catering as well but i have not experienced anything like camp kitchens it, there's always every kitchen has some madness and some just strange 
quirky qualities and some chaos about it. But there's a certain specific flavor to uh, camp kitchens where you are you're you're in there for these crazy long hours and you're working with this group of people that you're spending just every single day with and um you are feeding hundreds upon hundreds of people every day and you there's there's just no time to slow down there's no time to really like learn anything you just get like thrown into it and it is it's very hard it's very difficult and yet going through that difficult experience together if you are with a group of people that um is is invested and chooses to uh to have a good attitude about it is actually an extremely um fulfilling experience indeed and i i think that i i have experienced the the really good healthy version of that and i've also experienced the the very toxic version of that and it really just depends on um on the people and if they're going to uh, put in the effort not only to get the job done but the effort into one another to invest in the team and to um, to become a family because really at at its heart that's what uh, a camp kitchen crew is 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 a family some of them are just dysfunctional families yeah but uh yeah i definitely appreciate the uh kitchen staff because uh they definitely feed us like so much food like within like i don't know how many hours you get for like one shift to do like a breakfast or a lunch and it's just it's amazing to see the uh the hard work of kitchen staff and uh i feel like that's also a f- aspect of like camps that don't get like recognized as much and i feel like because not many people see them as much um but they definitely see the output but they don't see the input of what people's hard dedication is and i just it always blows my mind seeing how you guys do that for 250 kids a week and it's awesome man yeah yeah i mean if uh if you got a good team then totally worth it the you know the interesting thing is that as the people who prepare the food we're essentially like giving the campers the raw materials to turn into the energy that they then use to go around camp and do everything else so we're basically like fueling camp happening i couldn't say it better but uh, you said it way better than me. So I don't know what I just said, but, you know, that's part of the rant. You just keep it rolling. Yeah. You the just rant don't stop. You, the rant don't stop. Well, thank you, Landon. Uh, I just wanted to kind of get someone on here that experienced camp with me. Um, and we wanted to kind of rant about what camp's like. And also... I just wanted to say, like, we need to uh, just trust in the process uh, with camps um, because even though we might not be open right now, we are still planning on um, just being there for when we can open. Um, and as you could heard in this uh, rant that we talked a little bit about freeways and a little bit about 
uh, TV shows. And in the next episode, I'm going to kind of talk about TV shows and how they're influencing us, whether we know it or not. So uh, take care and uh, enjoy the next episode. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, man.